Kierkegaard says, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. I think about this quote often, especially as it relates to evolution. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to join me today. A quick announcement before we dive into our show. I wanted to make certain that you knew that I'm hosting another Pricing Made Human Masterclass. It is scheduled for Thursday, June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be virtual on Zoom, and I would love to have you join me and other entrepreneurs and small business owners who are also looking to answer the ubiquitous question, what should I charge for this? Or the other ubiquitous question is now the time to raise my prices. Because, you know, asking these questions are a sign of being proactive. Also, they recognize these questions. They recognize that money is not monolithic. So as an example, in business, money represents revenue, profit, and cash flow. Personally, it represents what you pay yourself, how much you're able to save, how you're able to build wealth, how you're able to give money away. In other words, your prices do a lot of work in your business and for your life. The approach I walk you through during this masterclass tackles pricing from all three sides, the financial, the personal, and the emotional. It's designed to help you build, sustain, and grow a business that centers the health of your personal finances. And a byproduct of this approach and reflection is that it has the potential of putting you and your business on an even firmer financial foundation. So if you are an entrepreneur or small business owner or no one, check out jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass to learn more and RSVP. We are capping our number of guests to 10. So check it out and grab your spot now. Again, it's jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Now on to today's show. Last week, I was interviewed for an upcoming event and I was asked about my entrepreneurial journey the good, the mistakes, and the lessons learned. And it was a really great conversation. And I really appreciated the reflection that it prompted afterward. And perhaps it was because of the interview, or maybe it was that combined with the fact that I'm getting ready to host, as I mentioned, the next pricing masterclass, uh, Pricing Made Human Masterclass in June. But again, I became nostalgic afterward, especially with regard to the key dates and the moments and the decisions that have shaped the business that I run today. And interestingly, not much about my business has changed since 1995. Sure, I no longer manage money, but the speaking arm of my business has been around since 1996. I signed my first coaching client in 2001. 
I started my email newsletter in 2003, and my book was published in 2009. Speaking, coaching, writing, then speaking, coaching, writing, and podcasting now. However, my relationship with my business and my roles in it, as well as what I charge, have evolved and rather immensely. One of the things that I emphasized during the interview was how everything evolves. And I wanted to share in today's episodes two examples. Here's example one. When I started my business and managed money, my company was registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. I charged my clients an assets under management fee, AUM for those that are unfamiliar, and that is a percentage that was really shaped by industry standards. Plus, I operated in a regulated industry. Whereas I didn't have to give much thought to my pricing when it came to my role as a money manager, I did with my coaching services. And that was uncharted territory for me. Plus, coaching is an industry that isn't regulated and there aren't any industry standards per se um, when it comes to pricing. So for me, the absence of those constraints represented an odd combination of freedom, yes, to charge whatever you want, but then also fear. How will people react to those prices, to your prices? By the time I started coaching, I had nearly a decade under my belt managing money and five years growing the speaking arm of my business. And while there is always room to improve one's craft, I was really confident in my money manager and speaker for higher roles but I had yet to find my legs with my coaching services. So due to a medley of underconfidence and comparing myself to others, I spent far too many years undercharging for my expertise, my experience, my perspective, and the results my work helped people achieve. And believe me, this is much to the chagrin of my mentors at the time and, and even today. So for instance, are you ready for this? In 2001, I charged an investment banker who worked at a major firm with an MBA from Harvard, I charged him $250 per coaching session. Contrast that with today. Today, I charge $10,000 for a six-month coaching engagement with entrepreneurs and small business owners with singles and couples as regards just their personal finances, it's 3,500 and 4,500 respectively. My speaking fees have also increased over the years. And I am now licensing the recordings thanks to an example set for me by a client. We'll call her Client P. And yes, I do learn from my clients too. Now, you might look at the, the, the difference between what I charge for coaching in 2001 and what I'm charging as of this recording and say, you know, that after 20 years, uh, that jump in the prices for my coaching and even some might probably say for my speaking isn't all that huge. But here's the thing. I don't look at this only through the lens of the numbers. It's not just a mathematical equation. 
It's not just about the jump from X price to Y price. I'm sharing my reflection with you because to me, this is about me learning to catch up to what my business, my life, and my money needed for me. I'm going to repeat that again because I don't want that to get lost. This is about me learning to catch up to what my business, my life, and my money needed from me. So let me turn the tables and ask you, is your business or any aspect of your professional life, is your personal life, is money, is any of it waiting on you to catch up? Here's the second example. In 2011, two years after the pub date of my book, I had the bright idea, quote, bright is in quotation marks, <laughs> the bright idea to create the TED of money. Inspired by their format, my idea was to curate speakers, to talk about the intersection of love and money, but from different perspectives, and to take the show on the road. And the plan was to do a five-city tour. We made it to two, New York City and Los Angeles. In the middle of planning the Chicago event, I just pulled the plug. As the events producer and organizer, I was underwriting the financing and bleeding way, way, way too much money. Not to mention feeling demoralized and depleted of energy because we weren't hitting our numbers, our numbers in terms of registration fees from event guests and sponsorship dollars. During this interview that I kicked off this conversation uh, referencing, I shared how this experience with the conference helped me to see that what at first blushed seemed like a sales problem, not selling enough tickets, not selling enough sponsorship packages, was in fact an audience and business model problem. This is, happens to be one of those lessons that keeps on giving because ever since having this aha moment, I use every opportunity I can to remind folks to look beyond the problem that you can see. Why? More often than not, what you can easily see isn't the thing that needs fixing. What you can see reflects a byproduct of what does. The conference experience turned out to be another pivotal moment in my entrepreneurial journey. And that's because it is when I made the decision that I would no longer give my business everything, including my financial future. When you go beyond the problem you see, where are you being invited to make some adjustments regarding how you approach and make financial decisions? So now we're 27 years later, and again, what I offer may see, seem the same, but a lot is different. Over those 27 years, I've changed. The way I coach and present have changed. My, co my coaching framework is much more developed. My speaking engagements are less technical and more experiential. Who I'm seeking to call in as my clients whether it's coaching or whether it's speaking, that has changed as well. And my confidence in my entire body of work and with running a business is so much, much greater. 
when I started my business, I was 29 and naive about the difference between being good at what one does versus being good at running a business. I was also naive about my power to determine what role I wanted money to play in my life and my business. And yes, that irony is not lost on me. But it was true back then. And it was true back then because I was deeply committed to being the model entrepreneur, which tends to call for putting your business first and your personal finances last. Clearly and thankfully, I no longer subscribe to this mindset and the behavior that goes along with it. You can even ask my clients because in our work together, we definitely center the health of their personal finances when making business decisions. But you know what? I don't have to go all the way back to the beginning to spot the difference between then and now. I've made some subtle yet impactful changes to my business since the start of the pandemic. Plus, what I now need from money and what it now needs for me has changed again. How about with you? What's changed in your professional life, whether you go back several decades or several years? And how has this affected what you need from money and what money needs from you today? Soren Kierkegaard says, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. I think about this quote often, especially as it relates to evolution, because you typically only notice what has evolved upon reflection after it has occurred. Though there is a way to speed up the process of awareness. You speed it up by asking questions, questions about your current behavior and choices, along with questioning if the assumptions you've made about the future still hold true. So as I mentioned, I'm hosting the next Pricing Made Human Masterclass on Thursday, June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And I'd love for you to join us, especially if you're not sure if your prices really reflect your current evolution in terms of what you and your life need from your business and money. Because be assured, we'll ask the questions to help you discover if your business, life, and money are waiting on you to catch up. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. If today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. So please send me a DM on Instagram. And of course, I'd love to have you join me and other entrepreneurs and small business owners for the upcoming Pricing Made Human Masterclass. It is scheduled for Thursday, June 9th at 4 p.m. To learn more and to RSVP, go to jaquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because we do read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, thank you for joining me and listening today. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about 
more than money.